Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Oh, Lord. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, people. Hey, friends. Sorry for <laughs> the delayed reaction. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, we have another good episode. We have another guest. But before we get into our guest, let's go into the wine <laughs> of the week. So our wine of the week this week is Red Blend. So we all decided to do a red blend. Um, I have the Black Girl Magic Red Blend. I know they have a red blend, so I decided to go with that. And um, it's pretty good. It reminds me of that Apothic Merlot that we had with Jared. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm enjoying it. So definitely um, not chilled. It's a not chilled wine. <laughs> Shots fired at me and I'll accept. So I tried Apothic uh, soft red blend this week. And it's velvety and smooth as described on the bottle with 13.9%. And it actually is really good. So I would recommend. And I did not drink it chilled. But after this glass, um, check on your girl. <laughs> <laughs> My raggedy ass just a creature of habit. I definitely threw this bitch right in the refrigerator, and I'm not upset about it because it still tastes good to me. I bought, um, you know, I'm the one with the the cheap taste because I'm just trying to be balling on a budget. So I bought Behringer, good old trusty Behringer brand, Red Crush, and it tastes damn delicious. Not too sweet, not too tart. It's right there in the middle. Um, and yes, I did chill it, but yeah, it's it's real good. It's very smooth. Okay, 10 out of 10. I think this is like the first one we've had in a while where we all agreed that it was good. Yeah. We'll buy again. All righty. And mine is 13.5. You know, I'm all about the percentage. Oh, me too. Mm -hmm. Gotta have a good percentage. It gotta be at least not a higher for me. I was about to say, what's your minimum, Jess? She said. Oh, my gosh. You are Jawanda's twin. (laughs) (laughs) Double digits, period. I don't care about the price. I care about the percent. Don't be hitting me with that 5% with Stella Rosé. Hold on Mm -hmm. now. We do want to warn you about the beatbox hard punch we tried last week. (laughs) Oh, It was 11% running around about $5 at the gas station, and it was complete trash. Headache immediately. Like, it, uh, I mean, yeah, when I say I'm not worried about the price, I mean, it still can't be like cheap because you, you will have headaches. Okay, with cool. the cheap right. So, yeah, <laughs> that you was will. a mistake. Scarier than that damn box wine. Now, box wine, now that shit will get you. It has to sneak right up on you. Oh, yeah, the box wine got us. By the end of the episode, I'm pretty sure I was slurring. Oh, <laughs> you were Ooh, it was bad well it wasn't bad bad but it caught me it caught it was me cause for concern mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so 
But let's get into our guest after our whole wine spiel. Mo, would you like to introduce our guests, please? Yes, friends. So this week we have Jasmine Caress of the award-winning podcast, Listen to Your Single Friend, Embracing All Things Single, The Good, The Bad, and The Lonely. So Jasmine, tell our listeners, what does that mean, embracing all things single? Like, what is the bad? Because we know about the lonely. We want to know. <laughs> we want to know about the other stuff. Gosh, that was really a good intro. You might be doing the intro on my show. That like, made it sound really, I was like, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Noted. Um, hi, guys. Jasmine Caress, like Mo said, uh, super excited to be here, first of all. So thank you, ladies, so much for having me. Um, I am based in Washington, D.C. I started this platform Mm, 2018, it started as a book I was writing um, that I am still writing uh, about my experiences in dating. You know, people always have this idea, you know, single people don't know nothing, you know, like don't be listening to your single friends. And people were always coming to me for advice because I was able to be impartial. And I'm not afraid to tell people, yeah, you're actually wrong. The boy is right. And I hate when women make me agree with men, but sometimes I have to because sometimes we be wrong, (laughs) y'all. I love it. Sometimes we'd be wrong. We do. Um, and eventually I was just like, well, what what are some things um, that I would want my future daughter or my nieces or, you know, like younger women to know about dating? And that's how the book came about. But I'm very talkative. I love engaging people on stuff. And people just kept saying, you should do the podcast, do the podcast. And so the whole good, the bad, and the lonely tagline just came about because, you know, dating is good. Dating is fun. Being single is fun. And that's something that I want people to embrace. Um, The bad, unfortunately, uh, if you follow my platform, Screenshot Friday, that's a good representation (laughs) of the bad. For those who don't know what Screenshot Friday is, uh, every Friday I have uh, my listeners submit um, screenshots from their dating interactions or the men that they're seeing. And we just kind of review the messages. Um, A lot of times it just turns into a drag fest because sometimes the guys just be saying crazy stuff. Uh, But sometimes it is very, very uh, engaging. And hey, I think she probably could have been nicer or, you know, maybe he was misunderstanding her. Um, So that was the goal of Screenshot Friday. But it just gets crazy some weeks. Um, And then the lonely, obviously, you know, being single has its lonely side. And so I, I feel like... You know, when people hear single, they just make a lot of assumptions. And so I'm like, no, there's levels to this single life. There's levels to this single shit. There's the good, the bad, and the lonely. And, you know, and it depends on the day, depending on which specific space that I'm in. But I wanted to talk about and explore those sides, particularly the lonely, because I feel like that's something that, you know, a lot of single people are like, you know, I feel like I finally feel seen with this platform. And that was my thing. I talk about the stuff that sometimes we're afraid to talk about, you know, dang, I just went to a beautiful wedding but when's it going to be my turn you know what I mean right being honest about how you feel right exactly being honest (laughs) about those moments that we don't really like to be honest about because a lot of us will front yeah with the good like oh yeah single is turned up it's lit or the bad these dudes just crazy I ain't even thinking about it but then there's that lonely side it's just like I I would like uh, to have a partner and there's nothing wrong with saying that there's nothing wrong with saying dating can be difficult being single is great I would love to have a partner. Is levels. That's all there is to it. Yes. <laughs> and I just like to explore that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, I totally get it, girl. I'm like, sometimes you experience all three in the same day. And I'm just like, bitch, I'm tired of you. I'm tired of me today. You know? <laughs> sometimes it's us. Sometimes it's us. Yep. 
Nope, you're absolutely right. <laughs> well, as someone, as the person who's in the relationship or, you know, married in the group, it's not always what is cracked out to be over here either. So enjoy, <laughs> enjoy what you have so you can enjoy, you know, the relationship. You can think back, oh, I remember when I was single, lonely, and whatever. Sometimes they're good times, and then sometimes you just be like, mm. If only, maybe I should just go back. But it's it's yeah. it's always greener on the other side. You know what I mean? Looking, yeah. it's always greener. But I'm not going back. Not in this world that this. <laughs> I do encourage uh, single folks to stop idolizing marriage, but actually talk to people who are married. And my thing is, I hear married women say often, marriage is so hard, marriage is so hard. What is so hard? And it took me asking about 10 to 15 married women, and I consistently noticed the same thing and the same answers from them. You know, you're with another person, and you have spent your whole 20-something, 30-something years as you, and now you're blending that with another person who you love, you want to spend the rest of your life with, but they're a whole nother person, <laughs> and you have to accommodate those things. And so it's like... Being single has those lonely days, but some of my married friends are like, damn, I wish I could just go home and like not have to do stuff, <laughs> like not have to, you know, take care of the kids, not have to cook, not have to, you know, get on top this time. Like, you know, oh, a, lot of them, <laughs> a lot of them are just like, you're, I had a married woman directly just say, you're lucky you get to go home by yourself tonight. And I'm thinking, damn, I got to go home by myself tonight. So right. it's always that perspective, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So people just have to have to embrace the season that they're in, you know what I mean? But don't idolize singleness, don't mm -hmm. idolize marriage. Just, just be happy in the situation you're in. That's all I ask for. Yeah. When you have to share space or when somebody <laughs> eats the last of something that you was waiting on when you come home, Ooh. Ooh. It's a little hard. No, it's not, <laughs> not divorce over the <laughs> my leftovers is a wrap. We gotta go sign the papers. <laughs> right. I think for me it's like the shared responsibilities, you know, the having to adult with another person and one mm -hmm. of you may be better at adulting than another. Mm -hmm. At least in your mind, you know, and I'm like Yeah. I know this shit needs to be done. I see it, I observe it, I know you're not blind. The fuck? What the fuck are you? What what are you doing, good buddy? You should want to watch themselves. Like, Those you know, you ate. You you ate the fuck out that food after I cooked it, bitch. Why am I the only one that sees these goddamn dishes? I got a whole dishwasher. You ain't even got to clean them yourself. All you got to do is unload and load up. What's up? You got the cascade pods. I mean, you know. yes, pods. <laughs> you ain't even got to measure out the powder no more. <laughs> it's that the little shit. The place, girl. Listen, it's the little shit for me. It's yeah. Shit. Yeah. Not mm. measure out the powder. Friend, it was cool when I was single because if I fuck up, like, bitch, now you know. Good and goddamn right. well, these dismissives. Yeah. It is Saturday morning. Get your mm. life together. But I have nobody to blame but me. Yeah. When there's another motherfucker in here breathing whole air with hands and shit. The fuck? Help me. Breathing whole air. I'm so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely the sharing the common areas. Every area is a common area. <laughs> Everywhere is a common area. <laughs> I do know 
like for my future spouse, like I'm gonna need to have like my she shed or like my mm-hmm. cave. Like I need my yeah. space. Yeah. Like, and I know how men can be. Like they still want to be all up in your space anyway. But I just need my own space, like carved out. When I'm in here, I'm watching Harry Potter. I'm watching what I want to watch. I'm not watching football. I'm drinking my wine and I'm doing me. So if you in my room, <laughs> you gotta do what I want to do. Right. <laughs> Exactly. We'll see how that plays out, but it can work as a person who's an introvert and I have to recharge like alone. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the, the good thing is that my partner definitely understands that like when I need to have my alone time, he gives that to me. So that's important to have that mm-hmm. understanding because I'm not myself when I don't have that, that recharge mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And some people's partners are not as understanding. Some people are like, why don't you want to be around me? And it's like, it's not about you, my guy. <laughs> right. It's not about you at all. Sometimes I just need, we just need space sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Now, if I could just get to the bathroom, the bathroom just be in my space and you go in the other bathroom, I'll be winning. <laughs> you in this bathroom. Right. We are not about to engage in this conversation. But I don't know that, don't know that life. Oh, God. You just don't know what it is to share a bathroom with a man. I don't. Oh, I've heard, I've heard, and my aunt, she ended up getting a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment for her and her husband, and she said, he has his own bathroom. This is mine. And so I have learned <laughs> that that is the thing. Like I said, talk to married women. They be telling us what we need to know. <laughs> talk to them. Put it in the prenup. Are you willing to ha- have your own bathroom? <laughs> and are you willing? Like, what do you need in your bathroom? Right. And I'm going to tell you what I need in mine. Because <laughs> this was going to be in mine. <laughs> right. Mm-mm. Oh, gosh. Well, that was great. Yeah. Glad <laughs> <laughs> we got that out of the way. All right. <laughs> yeah, so we wanted to try a new segment. And um, just for the month of February, we wanted to give a black highlight. And this week's highlight is Mary Fields, a.k.a. Stagecoach Mary. She was um, portrayed in the movie The Harder They Fall by Zazie Beetz. So um, Mary Fields was born into slavery in 1832, and she was known for hard drinking, quick shooting, and always keeping a rifle and revolver in her possession. Stagecoach Mary was the second woman, but the first African-American woman to serve in the role of a star route carrier. Contracted by the U.S. Postal Service, Mary was an independent contractor who used a stagecoach to deliver the mail despite the harsh weather of northern Montana. Her job was to protect the mail on her route from thieves and bandits. Mary successfully served for eight years until she eventually aged into retirement. And this is sourced and supported by um, History.com and PostalMuseum.si.edu. So, I mean, have y'all seen the movie The Harder They Fall? That movie was a shit. So I thought this was appropriate because Jay-Z did his, his shit in that movie. Oh, and I was like, I would not have known about this lady if we didn't watch that movie. Mm-hmm. It was a really good movie. Um, I just want to take a moment uh, to talk about the beautiful, beautiful man. Um, what's his name? The skinny guy that's in Atlanta. I can't think of his name right now. Dark skin, I right? Was, yeah, I was just thirsting on his Instagram. <laughs> 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 Um, he's in Atlanta. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's really in uh, that movie him. with the photograph. Yes. Yes. I'm making my business to watch it. Oh. Jonathan Majors. 
Lakeith. No. Oh, Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith. Yeah. Lakeith. Talk about him, girl. Lakeith. Oh, child. <laughs> when he got on that train and they broke the man's out, oh, I was like, good Lord. <laughs> but yes, I did enjoy hearing. I wish that they had, there was a little bit of pushback about the representation. Um, Zazie Beats is a biracial, yes. lighter woman, yes. lighter woman. Um, there was some pushback about the representation. I'm always gonna call it out every time. Like, right? Because when you look why? up Stagecoach Mary, she did, that was not who that was. They do this all the time, all the time. You you, you could have just not done that. Like, <laughs> and that's not to take away from what Zazie did. I think she did a great job in the role. Agreed. I like her in Atlanta. Um, but why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Goddamn! Did they show them do the reverse? You know. Oh yeah, I just pulled her up, and it's definitely not the same. Um, yes, this was plus size and dark. Okay, this but is she the whole Missy Elliott situation from that Lifetime Aaliyah movie. The way they portrayed um, Missy Elliott, it was that bad. Goddamn. Dang. Yeah. Who would you recommend yeah, play the role? Like when you first saw it. I don't know. I would prefer one thing that I am noticing when there's um, erasure happening with uh, monoracial or dark skinned uh, black women. Mm -hmm. um, I notice that they always pick like a biracial known, like pick some unknowns. I want to see some unknowns, like with the whole um, Black Panther casting. I like saying unknowns. You don't have to pick mm. people that we know. You know what I mean? Like I really, there is there is room for everyone. And it's just like, you don't have to keep picking from the Zendayas and the, the Yaras. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's space for everybody. There are more young, darker black skinned girls. You know what I mean? I want to see more of the Ryan Destinies. I want to see more chocolate girls like who acting is their thing. I want to see them, you know, in these roles, but they don't need to be Ryan Destiny specifically. They don't need to be named. Mm -hmm. Let's make space. There are great actresses out there, but they insist on number one, erasure, you know what I mean? And insist on casting people who are people that we already know. Right. I just, I got my grievances you know I mean? with uh, Hollywood. Right. I need to give favorite. somebody else their break, damn it, because yeah. like, I haven't seen anybody new in a minute. And the yeah. ones that are new are no longer new. Like the Keith Stansfield was yeah. super new at one point, but now he's in every goddamn thing. He's in everything. Him. Yeah, yeah. Same he, thing with Idris Elba. Love his yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. Himself. But you yeah. know, um, show me something cute. Because I mean, when <laughs> what's his name from um, that old fine motherfucker from? Oh Lord, from Girls Trip and Oh um, yes, Kobe. Woo, Jesus! Now when he showed up on the scene, I said, "Oh my sweet baby Jesus." <laughs> But you know, <laughs> hand me another chocolate chip. I want yeah. I like that. I'm I'm with you, girl. Yeah. I concur. Yeah. But it was it was good getting to know more about her story and I like that they did show, you know, her pictures at the end and everything. So yeah. Yeah. Appreciated that. We got the history behind it at least. <laughs> right. Yeah. We walked away with some type of knowledge, right? <laughs> All, right All right, so it's COVID out here. Let's just jump into our first topic. Are we really dating? Like, how is COVID dating going? Because I, I was on okay. Bumble, and mm. it was like, are you wearing a mask? Are you socially distanced? Do you care about being indoor or outdoor? I'm just like, bitch, I'm just trying to get a date. Get <laughs> Let's figure this out as we go along, okay? <laughs> not, I ain't going to lie. This dating in the COVIDs, I don't really be going to places. We be doing a lot of inside dating. We be in the house a lot. 
Mm. We've been in the house a lot. So it's know. hard when um I am listen, if you were single March twenty twenty and you're still single now. I mean, the singles have been going through it, okay, for the past two yeah. years. So I'm hitting these apps hard as fuck. This, <laughs> this is my new normal, okay? And I meet people, like, people are just like, I, I had, like, partner friends reaching out, like, oh, like, you're promoting your listeners to, like, date. And I did a whole blog about how to date safely in quarantine. I did a four-part series, to be exact, on how to date safely during quarantine. But the thing is, why should I have to suffer because there's a pandemic? That's how I feel about it. Like, why should I have to suffer? <laughs> so, yes, I am in the streets very heavily right now. Um, okay. I'm paying for the apps right now because I want to see who liked me first. And then... Because the constant swiping, I'm just at the point in my life and my career or whatever. I'm just, I don't have time for the incessant swiping. You like me? Okay. If I like you back, cool. Let's talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't have time for all the swipey swipey anymore. So <laughs> I have been paying for the apps lately. I'm not even going to hold y'all. But I'm hitting these streets hard because I deserve. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, I deserve. you answered one of our questions because we wanted to know, yeah. like, is it even worth paying for the apps? I've done it before, but it's fairly new. So I'm just like, I don't have, I guess, a realistic expectation on what it's supposed to be like. But you do get to see who likes you first. But I'm like, still, the options are poor. So give me my money back. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I always like people to define what success looks like for them. And as a single person, we have a tendency to define success as um, I get a relationship, I get a husband. And oh. it's like, there are micro levels to this single life. For me, I take it all the way down. Success to me on the app it's just connecting with some good guys, having good conversation that leads off the phone. That's success to me. Now, what happens with these guys, that's another level of success, you know, because then on a date, I don't go into dates thinking this is my husband. I go into dates like I want to have a nice two hour, hour and a half meal, just someone I can sit. I swipe based on what can I sit across from you for an hour and a half. That's that's how I swipe. And so when I'm sitting across from you, we having a good time, you're not giving me crazy or stranger danger, that's success. And then so every time I build on to what success looks like for me. So for the apps purposes, I do just like, I it's worth paying for for me because I'm not swiping endlessly. I just, I just don't have time for it. So I swipe people who already have liked me. So for me, it's worth it. But for some women, they like the whole swipey swipey, you know? So it just depends on what you're looking for, but... I'm just ready to get in there and just make some connections and not, oh, have they swiped back with me? That sort of thing. So for me, it's worth it. Um, I paid for Tinder. Oh, and the other thing is, um, I am bad at follow-up on the apps because they're just apps. And that is something that I've admitted on my show. Like, I can go, I can log in, like, on a Sunday night. I'm big for this. On a Sunday night, I'll be on the apps, like, for two, three hours. And it, I won't log in again until, like, Friday or Saturday. Like, oh, where happened to that? But the guy you're having a good connection with on Sunday got an attitude because mm. you weren't responding all week. And so it's like, so that is something that now that I've been paying for the apps, I'm, I'm, like, making sure to get bang for my buck and log in every day. It does not take a week, more than a week, to make a connection with somebody and get a date planned. So when I say I'm hitting them hard, I'm, I am logging in every day, making sure to be responsive to my messages, which is hard for me. 
but I'm doing it because I want to make sure I'm, you know, seeing the bang for my buck. Then after 30, it's not, it shouldn't take 30 days. If you're actively logging in, actively responding, it shouldn't take 30 days to make at least three or four good quality connections. At least get on some first dates. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I have one date. It was a little crazy, but yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Listen, we're listening for the story. <laughs> yes. I just leaned like, in. What happened? <laughs> Um, it was, I haven't told the story on my show yet, so I'll tell it later. Um, so yeah, long story short, the date itself was really nice. Um, it was, like I said, can I sit and kick it with you for an hour and a half? It was cool, but, um, he called me after the date and it was just obvious that emotionally we were not on the same level. Um, he had a lot of insecurities. He basically wanted to be in a relationship as soon as possible and he had concerns about my more I can't remember what, what word he used but just like I'm just my go with the flowness of dating um I want a husband take me off these fucking streets you know <laughs> but <laughs> like when I go on a first date I'm not like this is it you know right. like I, I don't do that and he had he had an issue with that because I had kind of made a comment similar he's like oh um if if that bartender or if the if I waiter had flirted with you I would have been upset and I was just like yeah. uh, uh huh and then he was just like and I and I have concerns about he was just like well I just I'm just not sure how you feel and where you stand and I'm just like well the place where I stand is you know I like to people to be who they are and let's see where that connection you know lines up I don't like to say you know I'm looking for a husband because it may not be you you know like let's right. just let's just see where the cards fall and um, I think he took issue with the fact that I wasn't specifically saying I want to be in a relationship right now. Like, and then he was like, well, and then I have another concern on the date when, you know, I first got there. I felt like you were looking around the room more um, and you weren't meeting my eyes as much. And then as the date went on, you were giving me more eye contact. And I was like, so I was making more eye contact as the date went on. And that's a concern for you. I'm confused. And this is from the one date? The first one? One Girl, it sounds like a whole therapy session on the first date. He literally called me after and just went through a list of his like, well, I'm just not sure how you feel. Mm -mm. And I mean, his whole energy was different. We talked several times leading up to the date and his whole energy was like, what I think happens is that I think he's just an insecure person and I think he just started like looking for validation and different things on the date. I can't carry your insecurities. I don't know you, my guy. It was a cool date, but like, you're doing a lot. Like, why are you coming to me about eye contact as if like, that's a negative thing? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just not sure how to read it. Like, I don't know, like you maybe, you know, you were filling your drink. Why does it matter? And why are you talking to me about this? Like, I'm telling you we had a good time and you're just like, well, I'm just not sure like where we stand and, yeah, and then, like, I would just be like, okay, all right, well, I had a good conversation, you know, like, I'm, it's almost time for bed, I'm gonna head out, and he's just like, oh, please stay on the phone, please, please stay on the phone. I was like, no, no. Mm -mm. He, <laughs> my age, and he was giving me, like, 16-year-old teenager vibes, yeah. like, please stay on the phone, like, I don't, I, like, I just want to talk to you a little bit more, please, and I'm just like, no, goodbye. I was so done. I was so done. Mm -mm. So yeah, that sounds a little scary. That, 
Yeah, it was. It was. And I did message him the next morning. I'm, I don't like ghosting. I'm big on transparency. And I just messaged him the next morning. I was like, hey, you know, when you called after the date, I, I think that we're on different pages. I didn't tell him, I think you're fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> I just said, I think we're looking for different things. Um, and I don't want to waste your time. And I wish you the best. And he said, thank you for being honest. You know, I wish you the best as well. And that was it. So I didn't block him because I think he's crazy. So just in case he tries to reach out again, like I want to be able to see uh, if he does. But he seemed to take it well and he hasn't reached out since then. So that was my first date of the year. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, well, we hope for better for you, sis, because yeah. that was a yes. mess. Yeah. Hopefully that is not a reflection of what 2022 has in store. Right. He did bring me a plant um, instead of flowers which I thought was really nice. So that's the part I'm taking with me throughout the year. Men who are just nice gentlemen, good gestures, men giving me things is the energy I'm having for 2022. So ignoring all that other stuff and the craziness, that part, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be my year of dating. Men just being good dates and being good times. We Everything that happened afterwards just was what it was. So Good times. <laughs> well, so did y'all split the bill? Like, how did that go? No. Okay. Mm-mm. No, he paid. Like I said, nothing went. I would have gone on a second date with him if he didn't call me acting fucking crazy. Like, he, he, he ruined himself. it for himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He ruined it for himself. So it's just like, all right. Mm-hmm. So how does that work? As I've never app, app dated. So <laughs> how does that work? When you go on a date, do you like split the bill or like, do you say I'm going to be wearing this shirt? I feel like it's like a blind date or something like Bitch. that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I've never done this well, before. Updating, well, no, app dating, you, they can see what you look like. This is the long, you know, long as you put your actual picture up there. You yes. You don't have to the fuck out of a person and um, not look like your picture. But no, they can see what you look like. I don't know. None of mine really panned out because we can never get through the talking part of it because, like, they were the ones who was not getting back on the goddamn app until fucking Friday. And I had missed you. That was me. <laughs> Be hard. I can't. Like, what you want me to do? Like, here I am banking. You cute. We had a little interaction, and I had to go first, because the only thing I did was bumble. And I had to go mm. first, which is weird as fuck for me. You responded. Yeah. We had a little tete-a-tete. I'm sitting here Netflixing and, like, waiting on you. Feeling like a, a raggedy 16-year-old. <laughs> like, I'm sitting <laughs> waiting on the phone for you to text me back, because we ain't got a number. I'm just checking. And ain't nothing happening. And then when you do finally know, I'm like, nigga, I gotta go to work. Okay. Let me get off of that. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it is hard because it is just an app. And so, like, I mean, and I cannot complain because I was that person. Until I started paying for the apps, I did not take it seriously at all. Um, but it is hard. Like, dang, you know what I mean? Like, I woke up this morning, like, thinking, oh, if I am, if I find someone who's, like, corresponding regularly today, I'm, I'm willing to give out my number to a couple guys today, but yeah. it's Sunday. They chilling. They watching football mm-hmm. or whatever. They ain't responding to the girl. And watch, tomorrow morning, I'm going to have 20 messages. Like, nope, I don't even want to talk no more. Right. I don't even want to talk no more. No, I don't even want to talk. But, <laughs> yeah, go on. You, you have their picture. You have a reasonable outlook of what they look like. And so, you know, if I'm walking in, I might say, oh, um, you know, I got on a black trench coat or whatever. Um, But for the most part, you just kind of know. You see someone there sitting by themselves and they relatively look like the height and the person that is on the app. I have been... um, I have been catfished before. Um, Mm -hmm. His photos were very obviously from college. 
And, um, you know, he, he looked very, very different, Come very on, different in person. Like, and my thing is, listen, I want you to see, um, like what my shape is like. I ain't got no booty. I want you to see everything. So my photos, like my photos show my body in full face in full. Like I want, I, I want to go on a date with someone who wants to go on a date with me. Like, so I'm not out here trying to fool you during the pandemic. I was like, Oop, I didn't gain some weight. Let me put up some updated photos. I don't want, cause men always comment. Like I was really into fitness before the pandemic. And so men always comment on this one photo where my calf muscles are like very much popping. And I'm like, yeah, the calf muscles is on struggle right now. So let me put up some more accurate reflections. <laughs> so I make sure not to be a calf fish like i want you to know what you're getting yourself into and it doesn't change anything for me the dudes you know they still be swiping they still love it here but i do want to be an accurate reflection of that i don't want no surprises when you see some stretch marks and some back fat when we go out <laughs> period like i want you to know what time it is but everybody's not like that and i have been catfished before and it just comes from a place of people being insecure and mm -hmm. thinking Oh, when we get on a date, you'll like me, you know, for who I am. No. And it's like, I may have liked you as is, but I know that you are a liar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't like that. I don't, I don't not like you because of the way you look. I don't like that you're a liar. <laughs> that is the issue. But, you know. I can't say say I've ever been catfished, but there was this one guy, like, you know, guys aren't the best at taking pictures. So... I was like, okay, let me just meet him in person and hopefully give him the benefit of the doubt. Ciao. I didn't even want to get out the car, okay? Because he was outside of his truck standing and waiting on me. I was like, nah, this can't be him. And I'm oh, on the no. phone like, where are you? <laughs> oh, no. I thought this was going to be different. And he, you got there, he was fine as hell. No. And we were supposed to go to this like really nice restaurant, um, but I ended up going to like the Mexican spot that was right next door because I didn't want anybody to see us in <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't about his pictures. That was off. You know, angles make a big deal uh, can make a big difference. So I was like, oh, he's just, you know, taking the pictures at bad at a bad angle. No. Okay, so he giving us uncle angles. He got it down. Right. Mm -hmm. Bad stuff. You at work, okay. you got your helmet on. Like I need to see full face. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm -mm. I was like, my taste buds have changed. I think I want this. But he ended up being crazy. Like he wanted me to meet his parents in the three days oh, after Lord. our first date. He was like, Do you think my parents would like you? I'm like, nigga, I don't know if you have a middle name. What is your middle name? I don't care about meeting your parents. You went out with the same person in different <laughs> locations. Oh. No. So where are you? Where are you? DC. Yeah, I was in Maryland for three years, oh, and that's. What Maybe it's just the vibe up there. I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't want you to meet my parents, Pat. Right. right. No, no, no. Well, it's been moving too fast. Like, yes. it's a oh love bombing for me. And that's always a red flag for me in dating. Like, especially, I hate this whole idea that, like, men on the apps are, like, the lower quality men. I don't think that's necessarily true. Because, mm. like, I know several couples married who have met on the apps it's the men like it's the men it's not the apps that draw that I, I will say the apps do draw lower quality 
But that doesn't mean that every guy you meet on the app is a low quality guy. You know, right. so I try to keep hope alive because I've seen this in the relationships of people that I know in real life. I'm a wedding planner. I've done a wedding. He literally said, and when I swipe right on Tinder, and I was like, say what now? What did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> he literally had Tinder, Tinder, and this is like, I mean, luxury wedding. He's some big finance guy. She was a freaking Redskins cheerleader or something like that, or Wizards yeah. cheerleader. Like, so these are like quality good attractive couple and they met on tinder so i try wow. to keep hope alive yeah it girl. has not been my experience <laughs> <laughs> cheers, cheers to hope yeah yes <laughs> for real we'll see girl mm. Mm. lord really did you take Damn. it and tinder because see that was my biggest issue when i was on them apps trying to decipher and filter through them the men's who was there just for for some pussy because mm. I only had one dude who was straight up honest with me. I was like, look, mm. I'm just trying to come to your house or you can come to mine. And I'm just really on here, you know, to have a good time. But I was like, no, I'm trying not to be a whore right now. I just, I want, <laughs> I want something real. You know, I want, I want a man to just take me out to dinner and treat me real good. But, um, damn it. But I was like, come on now. Come on, that's not what this app is for. I'm, so, I'm trying to find me a boyfriend, a potential boyfriend. It'd be like that. It'd be sometimes <laughs> where, I mean, they are honest these days. I feel like they're way more honest lately than they were yeah. pre-pandemic. I feel yeah. like the pandemic has, has pulled out the honesty in people because yeah. you do have to be on the same page about, do you want to go out? Are you okay with being in public? I mean... Right. You know, dating in the pandemic was really, really hard. People going on, you know, walks in the park. And, you know, I personally, I'm the type that, like, I I want a luxury experience when I'm dating. Like, I mean, I give myself a luxury experience. So with the men that I'm dating, I want to have okay. some, let's do a winery. Let's do, let's go to theater. I've seen Hamilton three times in person. Like, let's, mm -hmm. let's do something nice, you know? Right. And so with the pandemic, I have had to make it very, very clear lately. I like to date. And I expect to go on dates. And when the guys respond, well, oh, well, I just want to, you know, be in the house and watch some Netflix and order food. I can watch Netflix and order food at my own casa. I don't want to do that at yours. And I don't want you in mine. <laughs> so it's just not a match. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I am appreciating the honesty lately and i'm pulling it out of them. And I just, I use the word dates because a lot of them are like, oh, okay, you know, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, yeah, we can go on a date. And they're like, oh, yeah, I was just kind of looking to hang out. And I was like, so what does hang out mean to you? So I, I've been very intentional these days about, like, what what does that look like? And like I said, I'm single. So it's like sometimes I am here for a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes I am. But I need to know that you're going to at least give me some sort of experience and not just try to be like, come over to my house. You still got to put in some work. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. it, it's always going to be work over here. It is. It just is. It just is. Speaking of honesty, I've had the <clears throat> someone be like, oh, yeah, I'm in an open marriage, and my wife has someone, so I'm looking for my person. Well, that is not me, okay? But thank you for your honesty. Yeah. How much money you got? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I made money talk. I can be bought. I can be bought. <laughs> It's always interesting when you're swiping though 
and you see a really hot guy and then you swipe and then all of a sudden it's a bunch of couples photos that happened to me today it was a guy and i was just like oh okay and me and my wife, my wife loves pretty, beautiful women. We're looking for someone oh. in. And it's like, why y'all got to pump fake me like this, man? Like, it, and they know what they're doing because the first photo was not a couple's photo. It's a photo of him by himself. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I'm just swipey, swipey, and I don't even look at the profile till later. And I'm like, damn. Or the worst part is when it's a couple and... The lady is fucking gorgeous, and the guy looks like a UGG mug. And I'm just like, no. I'm like, I, I wanted to swipe with a couple one time and just be like, your wife is a bad bitch, and you need to not be on these apps. I really wanted to tell him off, because he was not all of that, and she was fucking gorgeous. And I really just wanted to, like, accept their match and just be like, she is beautiful. You better stay with her and not be doing all this couple's unicorn shit like <laughs> <laughs> eat their own to eat their own <laughs> so do you believe that you're uh when it comes to dating you that you're an easy person to get along with or you're difficult I'm very easy to get along with. Um, people are just drawn to me naturally. I'm I'm really good at people. I'm good at adapting to different environments. Um, when it comes to being like dating and in a relationship, I'm very very high maintenance. So and I don't apologize for that. Um, I'm an acquired taste, and you know everybody can't afford that luxury. <laughs> and so it's it just is what it is. Um, I wouldn't. I would say that, like, I'm a handful to an extent. You know what I mean? Like, I just have certain expectations. Like I said, I expect to go on dates. Yeah, that question was no. an expansion from your um, Self-Reflect Tuesday post when you was like, what's hard about dating you? You know, that's a hard question to answer because mm -hmm. I'm like, I could be a little clinky. I ain't gonna lie. How soon? I'll be wanting my really? time. How huh? soon can you be, be clinky? Clinky to me is I expect, like, a daily conversation. That's not clinky. That ain't clean. No. Well, that's my that's my definition. Cause I'm, but you know, if you start dating someone and y'all talking regularly, you're not obligated to talk to me every day. But that's what I expect. That's what I want. So that's different. I'm, you are you obligated to talk to me every yeah. damn day. I mean, yeah. we ain't have a two hour conversation every day. We ain't got to be on the phone all night and go to sleep. Yeah. Yet, but yeah. So you're gonna check in yeah. with me. You gonna ask me how my day is. You you know we gonna shoot the shit yep. real quick. What? I can't believe so-and-so from work did this, that, and the third. Oh, what you eating for dinner yep. tonight? We're going to talk about yeah. something. Something. Let me tell you about this new show I'm watching. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Oh, that's a definite for me. I yeah. thought you meant like being all up on yeah. the side. Yeah. That's, that's me. Now, I'm, now I can be no. a clingy half for like, oh, where you going? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to You don't want to lay up and shit? It takes me a couple months to get there, mm -hmm. but... Right. Six ish, seven months or mm -hmm. so, and I'm like, mm. when I get used to something, I'm like, where you going? Yeah. Right. Don't don't start you, something you're not willing like, to keep yeah, up with. It, now that is a great point. Um, some guys are on it at first, and then once y'all are dating, it's like they feel like they don't have to do all the things that it took to get your attention in the first place, and it's like, uh-uh, player. <laughs> That's not what we're doing over yeah. here <laughs> at all. What you did to get it, you got to do to keep it for yes. real. You can't be right. trying to be whining and dining me and then you don't disappear. Where is the whining and dining? Like, I, I miss that. Bring it back. Netflix and then chilling. And that, to the earlier point about the pandemic, dating has been the hard thing is like, 
okay, we ain't gone on some good dates. Can we like go in the house now? And it's just like, I'm still expecting an experience in the house. We cook together. We order HelloFresh and do that together. My friend did a super cute date with her partner. They did tie-dye socks in her living room. Like, I've seen married couples do the whole uh, painting thing. They get the painting kit mm -hmm. and do uh, paint and sips together. I'm still expecting an experience, you know? But they want to sit over there on the couch, Netflix, order some fast food, and try to touch your boob after 15 minutes. So, I'm just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I used to time in at one point like when i would go over their house i used to like pay attention to the time that the movie started and then how long it took them to make the first move <laughs> and it's usually somewhere between that 10 wow. and 20 minute mark but it's never past 20 minutes i promise you really? yep oh wow yep it's never past 20 minutes. 15 minutes i mean you don't even know <laughs> you don't know the plot yet like you don't even know what's going on Dang. 15 minutes they treat I'm you like, am i Am I taking I my shoes off? Yeah. I mean, no. They like, treat I you like Little Caesars. Hot and Jeez. I'm telling you, it's never past 20 minutes. They always trying to, and they always so start, well, at least for me, they start with the boobs. Like, they always just try to get a little grab. It's the easiest thing get to grab. Get a little grab. It's the easiest thing to grab. And then we go. And, and like, <laughs> now I got so many questions. I'm like, are they not slow? Like the last time this happened to me, I ain't gonna tell myself. But the last time this happened to me, he had his hand like dangling, and then he just starts like slowly like. Oh, it was, it was, it was a nice little move. He just like the hand was just dangling, and I didn't think nothing of it at first. And then, like I said, it only took a couple minutes, and he's now he just stroking the left side of my boob. Now he's going down to get a full handful. Next thing you know, he pulling it out, and I'm getting my vagina ate. So it just went for the way. What movie? Yes. What movie? Yes. Yes. Anyway. This movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix, are you still watching this movie? No. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody cared about this movie when we started. We actually were watching a show. Yeah. We were watching. So this was around Squid Game. So this tells you this was not. This was only a couple months ago. Oh. And so we kept talking about mm -hmm. how we wanted to watch Squid Game so bad. And I'm telling you, we did not make it to the 20-minute mark. I can tell you exactly when, like, the shenanigans started. Because I'm like, I literally picked up the remote at one point and pushed pause. Because I was like, I really want to watch this show. Like, <laughs> We did later on, like a few weeks later, I was at his house and we did end up watching, like we literally binged the whole thing in a day and no hanky panky, but yeah, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> that's wow. 15 to 20 minutes. That's a damn shame. I'm sorry. I really thought it would be like at least 25, 30, you know. You yeah, it's nothing it wrong with you. You see something happen, and then just romanticals start happening. No, okay. Mm -mm. <laughs> when you get the tingles, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but you didn't start this damn cute. thing. <laughs> she said you didn't start it tingling. <laughs> you know, put the remote start on. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's too funny. Okay. So we actually had a, a interesting conversation about this earlier. Um, 
like when you were talking about your expectations and mm -hmm. stuff and what you say you, you want standards in a man we were talking about the Sierra prayer um, like how she prayed for a man mm -hmm. girl okay how do you feel about it you know because everybody don't feel the same because you ever like tried to manifest exactly <clears throat> what you want in a dude do you believe in that do you believe in that Sierra yeah, uh, yes and no um what I like to be careful with with singles is like um you know, like a lot of people like, oh, just work on yourself or, you know, just pray about it or just do this. And my question is always exactly how many prayers unlocked a Russell Wilson? Like we have to be careful about the things that we say, because a lot of times people just don't know what to say. And so like, oh, well, you need to work on yourself. You should go to therapy. How many therapy sessions did it take you to get a husband? Like I'm always like poking holes into that because I know married people who've never even been to therapy. So I always caution people on the things that they say to singles about what you should be doing to get a partner i think that sierra was very specific and that worked for her and i'm fine with women you know I'm, i did a post about this recently i found the list that i wrote of the men that i of the type of man i wanted i wrote it when i was like 24 i had the right idea i didn't have a lot of the specifics because i didn't learn some of those specifics until i was dating a little bit more um but you know what I mean? I just, I feel like if that's what you want to do, then do that. I, I do believe in the law of attraction. Um, and that's why you don't hear me saying like, men ain't shit, all men cheat. Like you don't hear me say stuff like that because I don't believe that. And if I'm saying stuff like that, then I'm just attracting that to myself. So I do very mm -hmm. much believe in the law of attraction. Um, manifestation is is hard work it is something that you know i'm looking into reading books like the secret and stuff like that um but it is hard work you really have to be in that mindset and you know attract that energy to you but again it's like what number <laughs> like how many times did you say this yeah. prayer you know what i mean she may have been saying this prayer for seven years so everybody's journey does not right. look the same um, so I think that everybody just do what works best for you. I, I do think it's a good exercise to have a list, to have an idea of what you want. Cause I think it makes you uh, more intentional in dating. So that list that I posted, even though it was an old list, it did make me think about what, the, what would that list look like for me now? If I was to write that list today mm -hmm. and it had me thinking about the ways that I've developed and the ways that I've changed since I wrote that list when I was 24. And so as I'm dating, I'm thinking, oh yeah, communication is important for me. Like Mo said, I I need you to talk to me every day. Like, and that's not something that really came to the forefront for me until last year. I was dating a bunch of guys, and a lot of the issues I was having is lots of Gemini's, um, <laughs> lots of Gemini's, Ooh. which is part of my problem. Um, <laughs> the guys just felt like I cannot talk to you for a week and a half, and we should still be good. And that don't work for me. And so it took me being in that situation to, to learn that. So I do think it's a good practice to visualize and have an idea of what your partner is, but also don't lean heavily on these lists. And you know what I mean? Don't lean heavily on that stuff because the list should be a working document. It should not be a, he has to have all these 12 things on this list or else he is not my guy. That's not how dating works, so... I think it's cool to have your prayers and do that. I prayed many, many, many years um, for my partner. Now I just pray that he's working on himself and doing what he needs to do so that he's ready for me. Um, a few years ago, I prayed very heavily about discernment 
like because I was dealing with a bunch of fuck boys and I I just was like hindsight is 2020 how did I not see this coming you know so I pray and so now I'm very very cutthroat when it comes to discerning like oh yeah that's not gonna work for me and I got a little bit of a reputation for being cutthroat but I'm just like I prayed very hard for discernment and now I see everything before it's even going to happen. I'm just like, nope, I can tell by the way he texting and these little uh, devil ear emojis. I already know what type of time he on, you know? I already know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Not the devil eye, devil uh, horn emoji. You know, the, uh, you know what that means, girl. The devil guy, the little devil guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say how you feel. Yeah, he be like, how you doing? I'm not reading emoji. How you doing, devil emoji? And I'm just like, can you just say hi? Like, right. why you gotta have the emoji with it? I guess I got in my bantu knots. I just want to be a spice girl today, but <laughs> I do look like the emoji today. It. But that's what I look like. Yes, I want to be scary spice today. To close us out, we want you to give our listeners to your top two dating advice Ooh. tips. People ask me this all the time. I always struggle <laughs> with this. Well, whatever comes to the top. It is um, to it's actually a segment on my show. And I struggled every week coming up with a dating tip. And I'm just like... <laughs> What are some dating tips? But no, I'll give y'all some some things. Um, one thing, be open-minded. And I kind of already alluded to this, but, you know, um, be open-minded when dating. We know some guys just want to Netflix and chill. We know some guys don't have the greatest intentions. But for me, it's like, like I said, if that's all I think is in that atmosphere, then that's all I'm going to attract to myself. You have mm-hmm. to have some sort of hope. And find hope where you find it. The Photograph movie. That's one of my favorite movies because it has these two beautiful chocolate people just trying to make it work. You know, like, so when I need a little bit of pick-me-up, I will watch something like that. Or follow the Instagram accounts and just, you know, just get yourself a pick-me-up. Or I do this thing in some of my Facebook groups. I'll ask the people to comment, like, oh, when did you know that your partner was the one? Or, like, when did you know that this was going you know when did you realize you were in love like I look up that kind of stuff because that stuff like really drives me and gets me excited so like don't be too um don't be too hard in the dating market like and just don't be all it gotta look like this um and I also will say my second tip would be like you need to actually date a lot of women are on this whole God's gonna send me my husband unless he's the FedEx man (laughs) unless he's the maintenance guy like What's going to happen if you never go anywhere? What's going to, like, gas stations. Are you scouting? Because I'd be at the gas stations looking. Like, are you looking? Are you looking sure you want your P's and Q's at the gas station? Are you at Target making sure you near the men's deodorant? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know what I mean? But you're not dating. So I need to know what you're doing to position yourself. And the answer is nothing. A lot of women are just like, God's going to send me my man. And I'm just like, okay, girl, you don't leave the house. <laughs> you don't leave the house. I need y'all to go Nothing. on dates. Husbands right. and the married woman can tell us they don't have I am your husband rubber stamped on their forehead the day that you meet them. They just don't. Mm-mm. They just don't. Girl, I was just I was just trying to get a date and I got conned in the marriage, <laughs> y'all. No, no, you were just trying to get a meal. I really was right. trying to get a meal. She needed to into a goddamn thing. Yeah. Go on dates, y'all. You you have to actually it just 
Enjoy the, the sport of dating. And that's one thing that women hate. And men love the sport of dating. Enjoy the sport of it. And don't just be dating for food. Be dating for having a good experience. Like, one thing I did was pull up a whole bunch of fancy restaurants that I want to try this year. I'm going to start directing my dates until that list is crossed off. And I've been to all of those restaurants. Like, date for the experience. Oh, like, it don't have to be about, you know, this or that. Just date for a good time and good connections. So, those are my tips. Right. Okay. I like, I like those. Advice. I like those tips. I'm making my list of restaurants. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and I my steak to make me cry again. Girl. Mm. Oh my gosh. I believe you too. I believe you. You don't have to post that list on Instagram of your list of restaurants. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll do it. Oh my gosh. This was fun. This was. It was a good time. I'm so glad to have you on here, girl. Yes. I'm excited. And thank you guys for having me on the show. Like this yes. is you guys are cool. Yes. I record by myself most times or just with one guest. So it's always nice having like multiple people to talk to. <laughs> it gets yeah. lonely on my show sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We're so glad to well have you can you invite here. us we'll be happy to come Listen, i got 150 yeah. topics that have been untouched y'all gonna come at some point <laughs> i might break it down okay. between the three of y'all <laughs> you can, you can do that a long list yeah. and i have not been sticking to my uh recording schedule as i should in the fall so i've been picking mm -hmm. back up lately but okay. yeah i got a long list long list of topics so y'all might get an email we'll be the week ready. before. Like, yeah. what y'all doing this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> what you want us to be doing this weekend, girl? <laughs> I'm just like, it's just get to the point sometimes. I'm just like, I just don't want to be talking to myself for an hour. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I'm sorry. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Y'all will definitely be on my short list for my 150 topics that I have left. And then after that, I'm done. And that'll probably be four years from now. But after I finish this... this yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe that way you can focus yeah. on your book and your book tour. You just have to say to be where. Oh, I mean... <laughs> I believe in you, girl. You I believe do this. in you. do it. I know you do. It's gonna get done. Right. Stress. And we'll be we'll be there on Amazon to purchase. Yes. Or, or your Damn website. right. We'll be Damn there. Damn right. Thank you. Thank you for your support in advance. Always. Thank Damn. you. I got stuff done. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Where can our listeners find you? Um, so the podcast is Listen to Your Single Friend, just as it sounds. Um, the social media is at Listen to Your Single Friend. Twitter is your single F R N D. Facebook, same thing. Listen to your single friend. Um, I'm on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash listen to your single friend. YouTube, listen to your single friend. Um, yeah, just the same. Just Google listen to your single friend. The website, listen to your single friend.com. Merch is on there. Podcast is on there. My bio is on there. All the information you need to know. <laughs> Cool thing. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Well, thank you again, Jasmine Caress, for coming and being a part of our show. We had a great time, girl. Let's move on to Wine and Wine.
Whining with wine. Tell me your grievances. Whining with wine, bitch. What is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. Who's going first this week? <laughs> Does anybody have anything? I don't have not a damn mean, thing. I don't know, girl. I, I don't know what to even whine about. I'm 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 happy right now. <laughs> I don't think I, you know what? I I don't think I can whine about right now is how poor I am. Lord have mercy, I'm just so broke. Now, I will say I hate being an adult sometimes because I just I mismanage my funds. Even when I, I got a budget and everything. Mm. Lord. I don't know what's why is January so long? <laughs> it is the longest goddamn month of the year and getting paid once a month is just trash an entire crock of shit it, mm-hmm. oh it's awful it's awful i'm just i just i'm sad at being poor like i this living a paycheck to paycheck and digging in every savings that i got is hurting my feelings <laughs> it took everything in me i'm so thankful that i can afford some chicken thighs this evening to carry me on till i get paid on tuesday <laughs> because i'm just sick of everything else in my refrigerator i'm just a mess right now Cause I ain't got no money, but all I want to do is eat shit that's not in my refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want nothing that's in there. Girl, I just want to eat out. Cause I've been doing so good this whole month, and I'm just like, I can't afford to eat out. I don't have eat out money. That's all I want to do. I know. And now I want to get paid. That's about as bad when you want Chick Fil A and it's fucking Sunday. Bitch, I've been feeling that all Facts. week long. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to do is get like crab legs or sushi mm. or pho or anything that makes me happy. And it's either too far away or it costs too much money. Mm-hmm. Either I ain't got the gas to get there or I ain't got the funds to pay for it. <laughs> it's either or. And it's just been hurtful. The only thing I'm just, I still got to like chill out in February because I know I'm going to get paid and try to fuck around and go out and first goddamn chase I get. <laughs> Because I have money. <sighs> Terrible. So don't we worry. Feel your pain. <laughs> y'all, this is like so. Y'all know I get my nails done every three weeks. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just fix the nail last week? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I know we talked about the 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 nail last week and the week before. I'm in. I'm still on these sets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened this time. Okay. So last time I got my nail fixed, like like my whole nail came off while I was working out and the, like I said these are my real nails. So the whole nail came off like it was a bald head scallywag. Right? Oh. So I went I went and set an appointment with my nail tech and I was like, you know, my nail broke off. So he looked at me, like usually he'd be talking shit, but he looked at me, gave a little smile where half laugh and fixed my nail. Didn't even charge me, boo. He let me go. Oh, yep. He, um, he fixed my nail and then he like buff, like the, um, the gel clear coat off of him and like read, did the polish. Mm-hmm. I was like, and let me go for free. Okay. I was like, all right. You know, I'm, I treat my nail tech well cause I love his work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I worked the weekend this weekend and I was getting ready for work and I was downstairs and I had a little itch in my back. You know, I went to go scratch my back, my nail pop off. (laughs) It's a different nail, but it was the middle finger and I popped off. 
So the nail fell in my shirt. So I caught the nail because, you know, I get dip. So the dip, you know, a little dip. I don't know what you call it, a top coat. It's not a top coat, but. It's like acrylic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the dip part fell off. I had to dig in my shirt, find the dip, dip part. I keep nail glue on me. And glue that bad boy back on my damn nail. <laughs> I know damn well. You ain't out here getting you. Right. I know you are not out here getting your nails done and then keep a nail glue on you. Yes. Why? This is not high school. With the it happens, Cause it happens to me. Like I do have accidents sometimes with my nails. And it's not like I've been doing good. Like it has been months since I've had these issues. But like usually when it gets to that third week and I'm trying to push it longer because I really don't want to go to the nail salon, like that's when they start to get fragile. So I keep it they on me. Yeah. Sis, why are you being so aggressive? <laughs> she ain't. I'm it not. don't take much. Yeah, it don't. When they get to lifting, it don't take nothing. Yeah, you got to take care of them. Right so I do have a nail appointment for Tuesday on my day off Crazy to go Lord. and get them done. But like... I. I'm over this nail shit. Like I, I like them being cute. <laughs> I like That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I like them being cute, but I don't want to go. Um, I'm almost to the point where I'm just sick of this. I'm like, I'm. Why am I? What am I doing this for? Give your nails a break. I mean, I mean, I like it too, but I had to go back to nubs, girl. Hey, because after, of course, my previous rent, I'm poor, and I can't afford that. Like, it's not in my budget right now. I can't. I can't afford to continue that upkeep, and I just mm-mm. and it, and they get on my nerves. And like like Mo said several episodes ago, like you know when one pop off, it's a wrap. You, you hold your whole. You just don't feel right. Even if I could deal with it, you just don't feel. Right. Neither one of y'all just yeah. don't feel yeah, right. I don't like not. it either. But no. And with luckily them constantly for, breaking. Mm-mm. Luckily sorry, for me, mine grow like where they my natural nails look okay. So I'm like. I put some clear polish on them. I'm good. I'm satisfied. So if I'm getting my nails done, it's to impress somebody else. And I'm just like, why? Because we need to get away from that. But if that's your self-care and how you treat yourself, then I get it. But if you about to be stressed out because they popping off, could you scratch your back? (laughs) 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 I'm going to need you to fucking reconsider. Like, it's wasted money. I don't know what happened this time. This time, I don't know if it was the kind of dip that he used. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't a good round. And there's, you know, they're still cute. But, you know, I'm getting them done again. He'll take care of me. He'll, you know, he may talk a little shit to me, but he'll take care of me. Mm. (sighs) But they be so cute. He be coming up with little cute ideas. And I be like, oh, yeah, I like this. (laughs) And you know you indecisive any damn way. Right. And as soon as somebody (laughs) give you a good idea, you going with it. And the thing about him, I let him do whatever he wants. I trust the process, girl. That's one of them things. You walk by um, faith and not by sight. Every time I go in there, yes, he's, he'll say, what, what do you want today? He said, you want plain nails or you want something decorative? And I'll be like, you know, give, hit me with the options. And he'd be like, I got you. And he do what he do. And maybe I'll give the color or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. I let him, you I know. I've been seeing a that's lot of inspiration on Instagram. Like. Yeah, better than Pinterest. They're Those girls be putting yeah. in work. Okay, I'd be like, For oh real. shit, you made me want to go get my nails done just so I could be like, you see this? 
One of my coworkers, um, her her cousin actually does nails, and she's black, but she's like booked, like in the area. Like I don't even think she can even take new clients because she like makes appointments like months in advance for her clients. So yeah, I know, and she does real good work. I love to see her stuff on Instagram. You know, it's hard to find. Um, black like nail techs and stuff like that. I feel like that's just becoming a thing to see black nail techs. So I love it. Speaking yeah. of black nail techs, I want to shout out my cousin of Triple T Nail Salon in Sumter, South Carolina. So if you're in the area, she is black and young. So uh, y'all should go support. Check her out on Instagram. Very nice. Shameless plug. That's okay. <laughs> Do it, girl. Ain't no, ain't no shame in our game. Shit. Plug them. We support black business around here. Facts. Speaking of black business. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know if you, this customer thought that because we were black, that he could just, you know, ask us to provide a service without giving disclosures. But, bitch, if you have a roach infestation, I'm going to need to know oh, no. before I get there. Yes. Uh, okay? Uh, no. These what? are the things you should have told somebody up front. Now, granted, we could have done our part in doing an inspection, but given the time sensitive of needing the cleaning done and our availability to get there and get it done, we were not able to. But I was lit. I was upset, okay, because I tried to scrub my skin off when I got home. Okay, it was that bad. It was that bad. Oh my gosh! Them bitches was in the crease of the refrigerator door where the frame closes. That means when you close the refrigerator door, they were there and moving, and you shut them in the door. Oh my gosh! Now, if this may happen to be your living conditions, um. This is not an attack on you. We get that, you know, sometimes you may be in an apartment where you're, it's a constant battle. But when you know right. better, do better. And if you hire cleaners, fucking tell them you got a ro- roach infestation <laughs> before see, they get there. In my head, sweetie, see, I wouldn't even clean that. Because you ain't pest control. You're not pest control. And that, I, you, you girl... Amend your contract immediately. (laughs) If you have bugs of any kind or any type of animal infestation, we are not cleaning that particular part of your house because that is that's beyond your level of expertise. Like you can't clean all the roaches. Oh my god. So the thing is, they were they were there may be like two or three that were alive, and my mom was like. Well, if one is alive, it's an active infestation. (laughs) So it wasn't like they were everywhere and crawling and we had to be the exterminator. But just the idea of all of them being alive at some point made my skin crawl. And I was just like, oh, oh my God. It took me forever to use my hands to eat something. That's my wine of the week. And I don't want to talk about it no more after this. Oh, bruh. And they carry diseases and shit. Like, you can't. I'm sorry. Yes. You can't. You just can't. They in the food in the refrigerator. How the fuck a roach get in the freezer? Make it make sense, homie. Well, you know, they're the only things that'll survive after an apocalypse. Right. (laughs) I think think them and rats. I think rats will survive, too. 
Girl, I saw those rats mm-hmm. in New York. Them shits look like fucking cats, okay? <gasps> they are just yeah. that big. Yeah. Horrible. Brad, y'all remember when they had that flood in New York and they showed that video of the rat doing backstrokes in the damn water? Yes. Normally, I would want to look that up, but I don't want to see that. Brad, that rat, oh that, 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 it was, it was like a mouse. It wasn't necessarily a rat, but that shit was having an enjoyable time in that water swimming to and backstrokes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to gross y'all out, but that's the life of no, being a, a professional cleaner. I mean, it is what it is. That's what it's what it's about. You get the good, the bad, and the ugly. Things that I cannot tolerate. I am so sorry to this woman. <laughs> and Mo is this woman. <laughs> we appreciate your sympathy. Yes. And all the crew of the Lemon Touch, my condolences. Oh my God, girl! When you come out spitting, it's a whole nother level. Um, thank you guys for um sticking around with us today. Thank you again, Jasmine Caress, for being with us this week. We really appreciate it. Um, you guys, you know, as always, you can email us. Um, our email is unestablishedpodcast at gmail dot com. You can all follow us on Instagram. Um, at unestablished podcasts we're on facebook as well unestablished podcasts um you know you can send us some some suggestions nobody really sent anything about unestablished tries so unestablished gonna try some wine (laughs) (laughs) some sake or something yeah we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna stick with something i'm i'm gonna make it work i'm gonna make it work yeah so we we gonna try we gonna try some things, um, but it may be alcoholic. I tried, y'all didn't try, so I ain't trying no more. <laughs> so I'll just cut down my wine selection um, to the nights that we record. Hmm. Cool. Medium, happy medium. You have our yeah. support. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, until next time. Oh, okay, girl. Take it to the head. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was the last drop I had in this bottle. I had to get it. Oh, my gosh. I see. It must have been real good. You tried that. You did that like that. It was. Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.